You're listening to Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty 790 KFGO. I'm Joel Morgan filling in for Derek Hansen as he is headed down to Florida for spring training with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Polly running the board for us tonight. And before, earlier today, me and Polly talked about uh, uh, we're very fortunate in the jobs that we have. We get to meet a lot of uh, celebrities. We get to be in a lot of big, uh, big events, uh, big sporting events, concerts, all of that. And we talked about uh, people we'd love to have a chance to talk to. And uh, this is one for me. Uh, with us on the phone is a former UND goaltender, a Hockey Hall of Famer, and a Stanley Cup champion, uh, Ed Belfour, with us. Uh, he's in town for a few events coming up here the next couple days. Uh, Ed, Ed, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? I'm doing great, Joel. It's uh, nice to be back home and uh, back in Carmen visiting Mom and Dad, and look forward to, to going to see the Sioux play. Uh, yeah, you uh, played there at, at UND, a goaltender for the Sioux. You had a, a record-breaking season. Uh, uh, what led to your opportunity to become a, a fighting Sioux, and, and uh, what are some of the great memories you've taken from that time? Well, I played for the Winkler Flyers in the uh, Manitoba Junior Hockey League, uh, only a couple hours north of Grand Forks, and it was always my dream to play for the Sioux. And uh, John Marks, one of our assistant coach, coaches at, at uh, UND, uh, was uh, scouting uh, Manitoba pretty heavily himself, being from Manitoba, so... Um, you know, he and Kerry Eads, uh, Dean Blaze, uh, you know, they scouted us quite a bit in Manitoba. And, you know, I got the opportunity to uh, come and play for the Sioux, and I jumped at it for sure. Uh, you ended up uh, playing some time in the International Hockey League. You end up with the Blackhawks after that. Uh, I'm a Chicago boy. That's my hometown team. So uh, you were my favorite goaltender growing up. I think it was a tough day in Cub Scouts when you got traded to San Jose. Uh, but you end up in Dallas, and uh, I'm not a Dallas Stars fan, but I am very much a fan of your Stanley Cup championship team. Uh, you came over there in free agency, and Bob Gainey did a fantastic job building that team. Uh, what was it like being in that re- that building process of that championship team and, and the culmination to win the Stanley Cup? What was that experience like? Well, first off, you know, it, it was a sad day when I got traded from Chicago. That was my favorite team as a little kid, and and I remember uh, the day I got traded, January 26, 97, and uh, I got traded to San Jose, but um, San Jose didn't uh, end up signing me. We couldn't come to an agreement on contracts, so I became a free agent. And July 1 came around, and uh, there were two teams that I was looking at, and Dallas was one of them, and they they were looking for a goalie, so it was a perfect fit. And um, as you said, Bob Ganey, uh, the mastermind uh, from the Montreal Canadiens, uh, general manager there. Uh, he was putting together a great team. You could see it. Um, you know, they were working hard at it. And Ken, Ken Hitchcock, uh, you know, doing a, a great job at coaching there. Uh, that's where I wanted to be. Uh, you know, I had already some great players there with uh, uh, Joe Noondike and Pat Verbeek and, you know, guys like that. Uh, uh, a real veteran team, uh, great defensive core uh, with Hatcher and Ludwig, uh, Ludwig, Ludwig, a former Sioux, and uh, Matt Vichuk, and of course Zuboff, uh, the talented uh, offensive defenseman. So uh, you put that together with uh, Madonna and Newendike and Paul and those guys, and you know it was uh, it was a lot of fun to be part of, and um, you know obviously a, a dream come true true for myself, winning Stanley Cup there in '99. 
Uh, two connections that you have from that team, you mentioned a, a Craig Ludwig, a, a, a former fighting Sioux himself, and I believe I believe you had one more teammate who also played at UND. Uh, what was uh, that extra UND brotherhood relationship like between you guys? Yeah, that was uh, Tony Herkus and, uh, you know, that and Rick Wilson, you know, our assistant coach also from the Sioux, uh, Luds and myself. So, you know, Herc and I, uh, you know, 86, 87, it was the Herkus Circus. And, uh, you know, he was an amazing player, All-American. Uh, we both turned pro right after that. And um, he went to St. Louis. I went to Chicago. Uh, we ended up playing together in Chicago, too. So um, Tony and I, we're together quite a bit during our pro careers and we ended up winning the Stanley cup together in Dallas, along with Ludwig and, and Rick Wilson. Um, so, you know, winning the Stanley cup with, with my Sioux brothers, uh, definitely makes it extra special. We're talking with Ed Belfer here on Couch Potato Radio. I'm Joel Morgan with you on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Uh, your career wraps up. You get inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2011. Uh, and with you is your former teammate. He won the Smythe Trophy that year in your Stanley Cup run. That's Joe Neuendijk. Uh, what what extra relationship did that add to that experience for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's just such an honor and such a prestigious event. I've n- never been part of anything like that before and um you know it was uh, pretty surreal to be amongst those players uh, that you grew up watching and, and idolizing and uh to, to be selected to go into the hall of fame first time around is uh, an extra honor and um totally unexpected but uh it was a, a great weekend um you know some of my uh two teammates came down and uh, Jeff Bowen and, and um, Kobrinski and, and their wives and Kerry Eads was there. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fun all weekend. All my friends and family were there. It was an amazing weekend and, and just, um, you know, so much um, to see and, and do and be part of. And, um, you know, to be put on center stage there with with all my heroes and, and, and hockey greats and, you know, Vladislav Trechak, my goalie coach from the Chicago Blackhawks, flew in, and he was there for me, and Chris Chelios was there for me. So it was an amazing weekend, and to, to be inducted with uh, Joe Neuendijk, who I won the cup with, was just extra special, too. Uh, you talk about your, your, your relationship with Vladimir Trechak, he, uh, w- w- being with the Blackhawks for a long time, uh, just celebrating the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, and, and he was on the other side. Uh, of that uh, he was pulled in that uh, game against the, the team USA but um did, did you and him ever get a chance to to, to talk about uh, playing in the Olympics that year and 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 maybe see his advantage of being on the other side of that upset Yeah we uh we did speak about that once and um he was pretty uh, upset about it because uh, I I remember watching it and and the goal that he gave up at the end of the first period uh uh, a bit of a rebound there, and, and the defenseman didn't clear the rebound, and they scored on it. And um, you know, he got pulled out of the game. Uh, so for me, that was uh, you know definitely uh, good for the U.S. team, and um, not so good for the Russians because he was the best goalie in the world at the time. And I still look back at that and like how how could uh, the Russian coach Tikhonov pull the best goalie Vladislav Trechak other than that and uh you know I just still look at that but he he just was 
pretty upset about it, and uh, he has a lot of pride, and he he works so hard at at his skills, and you know he just uh, he plays every game like it's his last, and that's how he taught me uh, both on and off the ice to give it 110 percent at all times. So you know I, I felt bad for him when when he told me the story, and um, you know just listen, but. Um, you know, I was real fortunate to have him as uh, my goalie coach. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, growing up in Canada and watching the '72 uh, Summit Series, and you know, the the winning goal by Paul Henderson, and then Vladdy uh, in that there for the Red Army team. You know, he became an icon uh, in the world at at the position. And um, you know, when we used to play street hockey, you know, he would be one of the goalies that we would choose to to be as a goalie in street hockey. So. For me, when I got to have him as my goalie coach in Chicago, that was uh, extra special for sure. And I think uh, Ed was very fortunate that uh, he never he never played in the NHL. I think Montreal had the rights to, to his, if, if it would have worked for him to come over here, but uh, still gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, and you bring up the Summit Series, uh, the success they had at that level. And, and uh, to me, that makes it a little extra impressive is that he never actually did play in the NHL, but uh, his international career alone was enough to get him that respect to be enshrined in Toronto. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was an amazing goalie. Um, you know, I don't remember how many world championships they won, but I think uh, I want to say around 12. And, um, you know, that's an amazing uh, feat in itself. And then uh, I got to tell you a story. So um, Keenan hired him as our goalie coach uh, when I was a rookie. And um, one day they asked Vladislav to put the equipment on and come out and practice and, and uh, you know, kind of show us young goalies, you know, the drills and what to do. And, and, and so we could watch him in the net. And it was amazing watching him because no one could hardly score on him. I, I think he gave up maybe two or three goals all practice. And it, it was just, we were all in awe watching him and, and the guys were just like, we can't score on this guy. He's, he's still got it. And, um, you know, after I heard later that uh, Keenan tried to sign Vladislav to, to play for the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, Vladislav told me, he says, no, no, uh, I would love to play, but no, I, I, my career's over and, and Eddie's going to be the, the man in the net. And, you know, Vladislav was always in my corner and really supported me. So, when Vladdy told me that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, Vladislav Trecek and I could have been partners. That would have been amazing. We're talking about that Belfour, uh, former UND goaltender, a Hockey Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup champion. Uh, we'll get to your uh, a little bit here. We'll talk about Belfour Spirits and what you're in town for with some of those events. But uh, just talking about goaltending trees that get built, uh, Dominic Hostick's your backup at one point in Chicago. You get a chance to beat him in the Stanley Cup Finals when he played for Buffalo when you're with Dallas. Uh, Grant Fuhrer, I know, is a goaltender that you idolized uh, growing up as well. You get a chance to beat him in Edmonton. Uh, looking back to your route to winning a Stanley Cup, uh, you really had a lot of connections to those goaltenders personally, but also you had a very tough road uh, to win your Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's uh, obviously never easy to win a Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, four rounds and, and so many great players and teams. And, and um, you know, every game you play like your last. There's a lot of pressure. Um, you know, I learned early on in my career that, you know, it, sometimes you try too hard and you just have to relax a little bit. Um, you know, we had a great team in Dallas. Uh, definitely faced uh, 
you know, some great goalies. Um, you know, Grant Fear was, was one of my heroes and, you know, facing him, um, you know, you have to play your best. And, and of course, uh, uh, Patrick Waugh, which, uh, you know, I loved playing against him. Um, you know, I loved beating him. Uh, you know, he was, he was a very fierce competitor and, and obviously a, a great goalie. And, um, you know, for me, that's who I wanted to play against. And, uh, you know, playing uh, Mike Vernon also, uh, another great goalie, Stanley Cup champion. So uh, it definitely wasn't easy. And then facing Dominic in the finals, uh, Dominic and I started together in Chicago, and we always had this, uh, you know, silent competition going on between the two of us because we started out as rookies. And, um, you know, we just always wanted to prove, you know, that, uh, you know, we were better than the other. And, uh, you know, always brought out the, the competitive side. And, and, and for me, um, you know, I, I had something to prove because, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, media coverage that said that Dominic was the better goalie and Chicago made a mistake. And, you know, that, that definitely uh, angered me. And, uh, you know, I had a lot to prove there. And I, I wanted to make sure that the world knew that Ed Belfour was better than Dominic Kosick. And, um, you know, we played every game. You know, it was close games, and it was it was a lot of fun playing against Dominic, and um, definitely uh, extra special when we uh, lifted the the cup there in Buffalo. We're talking with Ed Belfort here on Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty Seven Ninety KFGO. Uh, I, I I get the honor of covering a lot of sports, uh, high school, collegiate level around here in the area, and and I've been around enough to know Ed that careers at some point end either at high school, junior college, college, semi pros. Uh, your career comes to an end after playing in Europe. Uh, it's it's time for life after hockey and one of your endeavors, uh, Belfour Spirits. Uh, tell us how first off how you got into uh, uh, to doing this after your retirement. Yeah, so uh, I finished in um, 08, 09. and um, you know once you're you're finished playing, it's it's definitely different. Um, you know, you, you your schedule is completely changed. The, you know you don't have to train anymore, and um, you know you can do all the things that you hoped you could do at some point. And, uh, but there comes a point where you, you, you realize that there's not a lot of people out there that have the time to go do those things that you want to do. And, and you're so used to uh, having a routine. Uh, my son, Dane is also a goalie. And, uh, when his career was over, um, uh, I want to say that was in, uh, 2014 or so, uh, so Dane and I got together, um, and we talked about doing something together. And, and as a family business, uh, you know, for me, I, I always tell my kids that, you know, time is our most valuable commodity. So, you know, let's not waste it. Uh, you know, if we're going to do something, let's do it right. And uh, let's do something that can be pretty profitable so uh, we can take the monies that we, we make from, whatever we decide we're going to do and, and put them to uh, good causes. Um, you know, we have a big, uh, big place in our hearts for uh, certain charities, and we definitely want to uh, try to help those charities. Um, you know, one of the things that we want to do is um, have a, a, a dog rescue facility uh, and, um, you know, a, a, a center where uh, you can take your dog and, you know, get good care for them, and um, you know, dogs and animals are are very uh, important in our family. And another thing, uh, 
one of our goals is the um, which is very very dear to my heart and everybody there in North Dakota is uh, you know I grew up uh, idolizing the Fighting Sioux and and I got to play for the Fighting Sioux and, and it broke my heart um, you know when the, the we were told that the, the Sioux logo was never going to be used again and and never called the team the Fighting Sioux again so you know I'm hoping that our our whiskey business can you know make the kind of money that uh, will be able to afford uh, you know uh, legal to try and get the Sioux name back the Sioux logo back the Fighting Sioux I mean I, I'm a Fighting Sioux forever and I know all the fans in North Dakota are that way too so um, you know in the whiskey business there's uh, good margins and if you do it right uh, you can make a pretty good profit at it so um, we work hard every day at it, it starts six years ago we started uh, Belfour Spirits uh, Dane and I work uh, everything from the mash bill uh, to the barrel selections, and uh, we think it's important that we're involved in in the everyday process of, of what it takes to make great whiskey. And we have a awesome uh, straight rye whiskey, which Dane made himself. The first twelve barrels of Belfour Spirits, uh, he made it at Woody Creek uh, Distillery in Colorado, where he where he did an internship, and uh, that's our special package. Uh, uh, the, the bottle took us two years to create, and uh, you'll notice on the top it looks very similar to uh, the Stanley Cups, which, which we get told often. And there's only 2,600 bottles of that. So uh, it's been flying off the shelves in um, all the liquor stores, and everyone seems to love the whiskey, and that's the, the really important part is that we make whiskey that everyone can drink. It's uh, really smooth, even though it's 100 proof. Um, you know, we want to make sure that uh, every product that we make um, and we put our name on it, uh, that we have a hand in it, and uh, we're working towards having our own distillery in uh, in Kentucky. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's challenging. Uh, there's a schedule just like, you know, we had when we were hockey players. Uh, that we're used to. There's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, and then you know, a lot of thought that has to go into this. And, and the other thing about the, the whiskey world is, you know, everybody is, uh, likes to have a lot of fun uh, in the business, uh, just like the, the, the hockey family does. So we fit uh, very well into this world. Uh, you get the chance uh, to work with your kids. I know that professional athletes, uh, it's a lot of sacrifice that comes from the family. Uh, you're on the road, you're in, you're in camp, uh, you know, you have extended seasons. How much have you cherished that part of your business that I know you mentioned telling your family that time is uh, very important. How, how much extra special, how much more do you cherish the chance to be with your kids? Yes, that's uh, definitely an important factor. Uh, you know, when you're playing in the NHL, you're, you're traveling so much and, um, you know, summers you're training hard and you just don't get to spend that extra quality time uh, needed uh, and, and, you know, cherished uh, with your kids as much uh, as you do, um, you know, if you weren't playing in the league and, and after you retire, you, you get the opportunity to spend that time with your kids. And, um, you know, for me, it's such a joy that uh, Dane and Reagan and I, uh, you know, can do this business together. Um, you know, we work on it every day. And, um, you know, it's nice to see them, uh, you know, have input and have great ideas. And, uh, you know, Dane's 
such a social guy and you know he he can speak the the, the language of our business very well and uh, you know he just knows the ins and outs of every part of, of the whiskey that we make and it's just awesome to see him uh, do our presentations and you know Reagan's a finance major and uh, she was in banking for seven years and um, you know she runs our our office and, and all our finances and, and um, operations. Um, you know, so it's just a, it's just awesome to actually get a chance to be with them. And, and of course there are those days that, you know, are a little bit challenging, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad my kids, uh, have backbone and, and, uh, they stick up for themselves and, and they're, they're, they're no pushovers. Uh, you know, there's some, some heated, uh, conversations once in a while. And, and I respect that. And, um, you know, we, we work hard at it, like I said, every day and it's been a lot of fun and, and exciting to be with them. We're talking with Ed Bell for former UND Fighting Sioux and uh, Stanley Cup champion, a Hockey Hall of Famer. The company now, uh, Bell for Spirits, uh, a, stopped, a couple stops coming up uh, here, Ed. Uh, first one tomorrow, you're going to be at Happy Harry's uh, in Fargo. Tell us about what that event's going to entail. Yeah, so uh, we're really excited. This is our, our first opportunity to uh, to get out in North Dakota and, uh, you know, see the fans again, of course, and, uh, you know, meet some new people and, and promote our, uh, our whiskeys. Um, we'll be at Happy Harry's from uh, 3 p.m. Uh, to 5 p.m. tomorrow in Fargo. And, uh, you know, bring your Sioux jerseys and, and your stuff that you want to get signed and, uh, come on into Happy Harry's and, and purchase uh, some bottles of Belfort Spirits, and I'll sign the bottles. And uh, if you want to ask us any questions about our products, uh, we're we're there to talk about our products and and, and educate everyone on on the characteristics uh, of each uh, of the three that we have on the market right now. Our our VIP straight rye whiskey, our regular whiskey. Uh, rye whiskey and then we have a bourbon finish with texas pecan so uh it's going to be a lot of fun and again i i look forward to seeing those two jerseys for sure uh then after that we're we're headed to uh the blue line bar in um, hatton uh north dakota where we're going to definitely see some loyal two fans there and and get a chance to uh to meet some folks and say hi and and, and obviously tell everybody there about uh, our products and uh, get a chance to, to shake some hands. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, for sure. And then um, on Friday, we're headed to Happy Harry's again in Grand Forks from uh, 3 to 5 p.m. And uh, we'll get a chance to, uh, after that, uh, go say hi to the, the 1980 anniversary team. Uh, NCAA championship team is in town. And um, this, all the Sioux guys, the uh, that uh, I had a chance to watch when I was younger. Uh, Ludwig was on that team, too, and Kerry Eads. And, um, I look forward to seeing those guys and saying hi. And, and then, of course, uh, we're going to the game at uh, 7 p.m. at the Ralph. And, uh, you know, obviously that's uh, an incredible experience uh, all the time. I, I always look forward to coming back to the Ralph and, and you know, seeing, you know, what an incredible building that uh, Ralph Engelstad put together for all of us and an amazing building to see a game in the fans are so passionate and uh, and the team's doing uh, pretty good right now so hopefully they can keep that going uh saturday we're 
back in Fargo at the Bottle Barn, uh, 10 a.m. To, to 12 noon. And uh, same idea. We're going to be uh, signing bottles and signing jerseys and pucks and whatever the fans want to bring. And, um, you know, ask any questions you want about our whiskeys. Uh, we're there to inform you and, and help you uh, uh, understand uh, everything about our product. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, after that, we're headed back to Grand Forks to the right shop uh, from 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, and that's back in Grand Forks. And, um, uh, and then after that, we're headed to the game again. So it's, it's uh, a lot of traveling, but it's, it's well worth it. I uh, love the people of North Dakota and, uh, of course, all the Sioux fans. And, you know, it's something that I'll never forget. Uh, you know, 86-87, our, our team was called the Dream Team. 40 wins, 8 losses, and uh, probably the best team that I ever played on in my career. So uh, I really look forward to, to being back. We're happy to have you back in the area. I'll be out there tomorrow. I found my Stanley Cup Championship VHS, so I'll be bringing that out there tomorrow. That's Ed Belfour, former UND Fighting Sioux, a Hockey Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup champion. Uh, again, Ed, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and thanks for your time. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. Take good care.